Welcome to The Naked Point of View, where our conversations bear it all. I'm your host, Dee Dee Croslin. The Naked Point of View is a podcast based on the extraordinary connections and stories I've experienced for my 20 years in the intimate apparel industry. I'll be having inclusive, educational, and sometimes funny conversations with people making a difference in the world of image, of the mind, and as an always evaluated body. Our interviews will host a range of people in fashion, fitness, and wellness who have all made inspiring impacts and talk about some of their struggles to get there to educate us about body and mind positivity. So sit back, enjoy, and listen to us bear it all. Hi, everyone. Today, I'm speaking with Megan Marie Cox. Megan is the co-owner of Burgundy Fox, a lingerie blog and e-com site that focuses on empowering women to love their bodies. Megan is also a fitness coach with Equinox, where she also guides her clients towards a healthy lifestyle and posts about that lifestyle with her blog site, MMC, which is an all-in-one website promoting healthy living. On this podcast, listen to Megan's advice on guiding people to feel empowered with what they put on their body, the importance of nurturing your mental health, how to be when one wants to start a major lifestyle change and her guide towards healthy eating. Welcome, Megan. Hi, Dee Dee. Hi. I know this Hi. podcast has been a long time coming. I'm going to yeah. fill people in. So we met at uh, like an intimate apparel industry. I want to say like four years ago, mm-hmm. you were working for Curve, which is a company that hosts a trade show for intimate apparel and brands all over the world that people come to New York and present their upcoming seasons of collections to retailers and media. I was there for both and we met and we clicked and the rest is history. (laughs) (laughs) And we did a podcast on my old podcast, the laundry stories. And okay, here's a funny story. So I remember this and I don't know if you remember this, but you were in this like massive sweatshirt. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I didn't really think anything of it. I'm just like, okay, yeah, she's a cool girl and all that. And then we connected and I looked on your Instagram and then there's buff Megan. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> this is not the sweatshirt girl. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was just like, what? But anyways, <laughs> fast those forward to now. Centers, yeah, yeah. Those convention centers get cold. So, you know. Yeah, once- yeah. And that's right. We did do it while I was there. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's, I just thought it was funny. Okay. So fast, <laughs> fast forward to now, many changes since then. So let's pick up where we left off. You moved from working at Curves and now you started Burgundy Fox, which is yeah. still in the intimate sector. But tell me what inspired you to go out on your own and, and then more about Burgundy Fox. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the trade show industry and that intimate apparel industry was amazing. And it was so fun to meet people like you and (laughs) tons of other brands um, and really learn. But, you know, I think it just kind of became time to grow. I had been there for six years and I actually met Leslie, who's my partner at Burgundy Fox at Curve as well. So uh, it's funny how all these connections have been made. Um, And she had actually started the company Burgundy Fox and then asked me to join her as a partner. So I can't take full, full credit for all of that, but I definitely, you know, vibed with her, her vision and, you know, what she wanted for Burgundy Fox. And it's how I view intimate apparel as well. And that is, it should be empowering. It should be inspiring. It should be, you know, um, inspiring for your mind, your body, um, you know, really harnessing this uh, 
I don't want to say body confidence because I just feel like that's so tired, but it, it, for lack of a better word, that body confidence message. So we um, wanted to create a safe space for women to shop comfortably for lingerie in a wide range of sizes, catering and celebrating every single body that is out there. And since then, we have grown to be, you know, this kind of all-encompassing mind, body, and sexual confidence brand, which I love. And we have a subscription box service. So four times a year, you can get a box with goodies based on your style profile from lingerie to PJs. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. And I'm actually picking out those pieces. So um, I'm looking at all of these style profiles that come in. If you, you know, depending on your likes and tastes and sizing, I will style your box for you each season. We have branched out to also have a full-time online store so you can purchase and you don't have to be a subscriber. And like I said, now we're really working on that. In addition to the store and e-commerce side, we really just want to be looked at and helps uh, as a brand, um, helping to spread this message of confidence, of empowerment, of being comfortable with your sexuality. Um, and, yeah, you and know, all of this. Let's talk more about that because it's almost taboo to feel sexual and it's almost taboo yes. to kind of talk about it. And, you know, exactly. for you and I being in the intimate apparel industry for so long, it's normal for us. But it, even mm-hmm. I've found that when I say lingerie, people are like, oh, no, I don't wear lingerie. I just wear bras and underwear. But for us, lingerie is bras and underwear. Um, right. So talk more about it's why it's okay to feel sexual. Yeah, I mean, of course it's okay. Look, at the end of the day, I think the simplest way to look at it is a bra and panty is a swimsuit. Uh, right? So, <laughs> yeah. and it's just, and then that's how I've always looked at it. I think there is there should be nothing taboo or wrong with talking about it. It's a basic thing that we need to wear. Maybe not every day, (laughs) you know, take your bra off at the end of the week, but it's something that we need as women. And why shouldn't something that you put on every day make you wake up and feel confident and feel like a boss and, you know, take on the day. And I think that lingerie as opposed to other ready to wear, you know, a, a cool dress or short, uh, a shirt and jeans. I think lingerie has a very special intimate message that it carries with them, you know, with each piece. And it's something really special for you, for your partner to enjoy. And, and I think, you know, I think that's where that comes from and, and it shouldn't be looked at as taboo and it should be celebrated and it absolutely should be talked about more. <laughs> I agree. And I've always said a white t-shirt doesn't change your life, but a, but a set of lingerie actually can. Exactly. Empowering. Yeah. So what's your vision moving forward for Burgundy Fox? Mm, I would love to just, you know, see us first of all, grow as kind of an industry leader and a, and a go-to for women who, who need a new bra, who need a new set of panties or loungewear. And, you know, expanding, of course, our e-commerce side of things, but really just becoming a uh, a company and a brand that women can look to for support to feel, you know, not alone in, you know, whatever you're feeling to, and, and, and to seek confidence and inspiration and to, you know, just feel empowered and surrounded by all of these women. We call everyone, you know, our fearless foxes and we love <laughs> our foxy family. And, you know, there's so many play on words, but it's, it's great. I mean, we love to create a community and I think that 
that's what it really comes down to is just creating this community of women, whether you know each other or just like each other's photos on Instagram um, or Facebook. But, you know, there's that special connection that can that we can be um, or that we can be that person that ties these women together. So community, empowerment, inspiration, you know, and just taking off from there. Well, we definitely need more Also, of that. maybe... Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think, you know, long-term we would certainly like to, um, see our own line perhaps come to be. So that's, yeah, something that's that'd be great in the works. Good. Exciting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's move on to a more, another massive passion of yours, mm-hmm. which is lifestyle and fitness. And we'll talk about that as a whole after, but Equinox in yeah. New York has been a huge part of your life, uh, for not only working out there, but you've been a trainer there for six years. Tell us more about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is where my life just totally flips. But I think what's so cool about meeting you and how we both have grown into this kind of same path and these mm-hmm. worlds that you don't think really mesh together, but they do. And I'm sure we'll talk about that a little later. But the fitness side. Um, so fitness, I started actually teaching or coaching cycling classes, spinning classes while I was at Curve. Um, and uh, that was at a boutique studio, you know, uh, compared to uh, like a, a smaller soul cycle or something in the city. So I was teaching there like three times a week. And I just found um, I, I've always been active my whole life. And I've always been into working out and a healthy lifestyle. So I kind of found this as a natural fit. And I really love, uh, I guess, helping people, right? And, and whether that be through finding a great bra, <laughs> or finding that like moment in a class where you just that very cathartic moment, or that um, moment where whether you're having a great day or need to shake off a bad day, or you're just coming just cut. I love to teach, I love to inspire, I love to empower via fitness, via lingerie, and these different avenues. So I started working there at this small boutique studio. And then when I left Curve, that's really when Equinox came into play. And I have been basically splitting my time between being a fitness coach and and Burgundy Fox. And again, I'm sure we'll get to this later, but I think quarantine and COVID in this last year has really like opened my eyes to a lot. And that is uh, pre- COVID, I was putting a lot more effort and not even, you know, knowingly or um, on purpose, but into fitness. Uh, And, and I love it. And I have no regrets for that. But I've been able to kind of shift and add a little more balance to my life. So fitness is just, it's so important to me. It's also for me as an instructor, if I'm having a day or a week of some kind, and I can get on the podium and just kind of, I hate to say this, but it's true, you know, like a fake it till you make it, like put on the smile and put on the face. And all of a sudden I leave this room just like released. Yeah. You eventually (laughs) feel it. Yeah. 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 Um, so, you know, there's fitness is, is so powerful. It's not a, just, it's not about coming out of there and having, you know, rock hard abs. And of course that's everyone's goal, but it's, it's a feeling and that's, that's what I teach for. That's what I work out for. And I'm so grateful to Equinox for being such a huge part of my life from teaching, from making new friends, uh, long lasting relationships and growing there too. So now I also teach like hit classes and in addition to the indoor cycling. So I've really got been able with Equinox to develop my scope and what I can actually, you know, teach and bring to a classroom. And so you're bringing this to the classroom. What has training, how's that impacted your life? How have your clients impacted you? Mm, Oh my gosh, their stories. Um, 
uh, I think seeing and helping and watching other people's journeys, oh my gosh, it's so inspiring. Um, and my clients impact me every day. I mean, whether it's just a, a simple conversation when we enter the room and it's just, you know, and, and we say hi and have a little exchange or maybe we meet. And, you know, I think sometimes people, I have this, um, this definitely this effect on people like coach slash therapist. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Which I I love it. I'm so, so I, I love, love that, that. you, you and hairstylists are the same. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it's really great to like, people are so open with you and to learn from them. And like I said, to be inspired by them. So it's just been, I mean, and, and in some ways too, when I left curve and making that transition time, Equinox saved me mentally. It, it really just, it, it, it helped me feel part of, again, community. I'm using that word a lot, but it's so important. It helped me feel part of something and to be important and to others. And yeah. Well, and it's a question. It's kind of straight. No, that was good. That was good. And, and, I, and I know that you have said that wellness doesn't mean being a size two and looking like an influencer. It's about feeling good. And you're an advocate yeah. of feeling good as you've been talking about. And, but there's another side to it because with and you started talking about that is mental health, such an mm -hmm. important topic It's a huge issue now, especially in COVID. Have you had any interactions with people dealing with this? And how have you guided them? Yeah, a lot. Um, look, if I've said it so many times, if you're, you could have everything in the world, but if your mind isn't right, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Right. I mean, you have to be, everything stems from confidence in your mind and feeling good. And yeah, like you said, this last year has been a struggle and a 180 to say the least for so many, I have seen so many people come in to group fitness, whether it's my class or another person's class. And I, for myself as well, I've gone for two group fitness classes for this reason. And it's their, it's their form of meditation exercise. Um, exercise just helps release so much tension and endorphins and the feel good and get out the bad. And I, so I, I guide a lot of my clients and people who come to take my classes, you know, there's, there's a fine line. You can't dump everything and take five workout classes a day, every day or three or two, you know, you, you got to find that balance of overdoing and finding that right kind of mix. Cause that is a dangerous game. Um, but you know, find a few good classes that you love that really, you leave that room thinking, I don't know what I would do without, without that instructor or without that class, but meditation, I think that let's call that, you know, fitness for your mind. I think that's huge. And there's so many mm -hmm. um, things out there, apps, the calm app, the heads, uh, headspace, um, so many different, uh, even on Spotify, I think you can just go and look up, you know, quick meditations and getting super in tune with yourself and working and, you know, I'm air quoting, I can't see this, but exercising that part of your, <laughs> of, of your mind and well, and your, your whole body is, is hugely important. So I think using this balance of exercise, you know, I, I talk a lot about breathing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think for me, this is huge. If I am at, at any point, if I'm having a moment of stress, anxiety, close your eyes, do a box breathing, you know, four counts in, four counts hold, four counts out, four counts hold, and just do that a few rounds and you'll all of a sudden just feel a slight shift, you know? And I think finding these little things like that, that work for you is really important. 
No, I agree. And um, I started meditating, trying to meditate once a day. And it has, mm. I, if I'm up very, very early, I'll do it. And if, or I'll, it'll be the last thing I do before I go to mm-hmm. bed. And it's mm-hmm. just such a release. One thing I want to circle back to with mental health is, um, mm-hmm. and I don't think this is going to be unique to you, but whenever we talk about body image issues, we immediately think women, it's yeah. just always women. That's it. But it's not. We know. No. So talk more about this. So you 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 teach men and women, and, and mm-hmm. it's a big deal. Like men are very still are just the same as us, and and everyone has their own insecurities. Yeah, absolutely. So um, my I have a few personal training clients. I have three right now. They're all male. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. Well, I'm not men. surprised, Megan. <laughs> Men have, thank you. (laughs) Men, but, but, oh gosh, they absolutely suffer from this. And I think it's some, in some ways, I think sometimes they suffer, I I don't, you know, they suffer harsh, worse, Mm -hmm. if I can say that only because whereas talking about lingerie is taboo. Well, I think mental health or people consider it taboo. I think mental health now is really not. And women are very open to speaking about this. And yeah, it's, it's getting there. There's still some ways to go, but it's really a lot more um, presence. People talk about it, but women talk about it. Men, mm-hmm. not as much. Um, right. So, right. Yeah. and they're afraid, uh, you know, it, it's not masculine, you know, whatever it might be, they're a little bit nervous too. But like I said, coach slash therapist, I get a lot of people talking <laughs> with me. So, I mean, I definitely educate myself a lot on, you know, like I said, getting into uh, in touch with my emotions, mm-hmm. with my own mental health. And I try to kind of instill with always having a disclaimer. I am, I am not a therapist. I, right. I don't have a degree in this, but here's some tips and tricks that help me. And for the mental side, you know, the stress and anxiety, I I think it really helps them to just talk with somebody who they feel comfortable with, whether it's me or pushing them to see see a therapist once, you know, just even one session can be a mind opening thing. Body image though, for sure that happens with men. And I always talk about, you know, don't go to the gym and just lift weights and pump up your arms. (laughs) try different things, you know, go to a a cardio class, go to a hit class and you'll see, I mean, men, they are very lucky for the most part that their bodies change a lot faster than women. So I think they'll see, you know, once they open their eyes and they're open-minded, they'll be able to see a lot more or or the changes that they want, you know, speak to what you want, put it into the universe, be open to different workouts, different therapies, whatever it is, and be open to receiving that. And I think, you know, you'll, you'll just completely see your, your whole life change. Yeah, exactly. So it's basically how you treat this. It's the same for men and women, how you, what your advice is, which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, So exercise, mental health, also has a third partner and that's what we're putting in our body. So Mm -hmm. now more than ever, of course, our immune system is crucial for overall wellness. And so you've started a a website, I guess it was this past fall called MMC, which you'll tell more (laughs) about. So tell us more about it. Um, Yeah. So, okay. So this is kind of a place I think uh, our listeners and and just from you knowing me, we're and we're kind of the same this way. I think we we have a lot of different interests and a lot of different passions that we are wanting to just bring into one place, and that's what this website is. I mean, I 
I launched it without expectations. I don't expect to get, you know, 20 million Instagram followers and become this influencer. No, I wanted to put into a place of things that I'm passionate about and are, you know, important to me and this whole scope of well-being, mind, body, soul. And, you know, if a few people, if three people are connected and affected positively by it, then I'm happy. But I think that, you know, what really sparked it is, working in fitness, having these clients, like we've talked about people who speak to me and, uh, you know, without sounding completely, you know, arrogant or full of myself, but look up to me and being able to um, provide a space where they can um, read different workouts um, and tips from me. So MMC is fitness. It is, um, it is recipes. It is uh, some lingerie sprinkled in there because why not? And I think that that is absolutely part of your whole well-being, you know, feeling good, feeling confident. Um, so my website is harnessing to this complete circle of wellness, you know, not just hitting the gym every day, but hitting all aspects. So yes, what, what you were about to mention is food and what we put into our body. So I have a recipe blog. I love to cook. Me Cooking too. is Oh, it's my therapy. therapy. <laughs> it's, I'm just gonna say that. Oh my gosh, it's therapy. It is honestly like I I live in New York City, and um, we are surrounded by some of the best restaurants in the world. I mm-hmm. eat out maybe once a month. <laughs> wow. I just love I love to cook. It's not because it, it, it's purely a selfish selfish reason. Cooking is at the end of a long day is a way for me to release or in a Sunday afternoon and I just want to get in the kitchen for a long time. I love it. You know, so I am really passionate about food, really passionate about fresh food, very passionate about vegan food. Um yeah, so I want to talk see. more about yeah, yeah, let's talk more about that because I yeah. find that plant-based foods and recipes seem to be on the rise again. Uh, Do you Mm -hmm. think that's true? Absolutely. Absolutely. And why do you think that's true? And then, and then what do you, what do you, what are some of your favorite recipes? (laughs) (laughs) I think that this is true because look, I, I have nothing against, um, your, your diet is what works for you. If you choose to eat meat, great. Um, but I just, I don't think, and you can watch every or read anything, everything, um, every vegan or plant-based doc or place out there, of course, it's going to be slightly biased uh, like myself, but, um, (laughs) but you know, I I think we, as humans, we aren't made to eat red meat and everything, every vitamin nutrition that you need can come from plants. If you think about it, people that eat meat, meat, those animals are vegetarians. <laughs> so all of their nutrients are coming from plants, you know? So right. if you look at it that way, um, I think it's super important. A clean diet is connected to so many health benefits, which is a whole four podcast series, probably not with myself, but maybe others for <laughs> you, but you know, it's connected really directly connected to so many f- physical health benefits, but also mental food has a huge effect on your mind. You are what you eat, right? And that is so true. Um, if you are eating clean, you're eating the right things, you're going to feel so much better. You're going to look better. Um, at the end of the day and you know, it's, it's, it's all kind of connected. I, I feel like so many things can be traced back to food, um, not in just your everyday diet, but you know, so many people are um, treating diseases or um, 
you know, maybe even cancers with a holistic um, diet and going that kind of route. I'm not sure that I would always condone that. um, But, you know, having a lot of ties in that area, I think medicine is very important. But, you know, the the plant-based diet is absolutely on the rise. I think more people are just in touch with what they're putting into their body. You know, processed foods are just, and fast foods are just not, it just should not be a thing, <laughs> you know, and, um, and people are just becoming more aware. I think as time goes on, this awareness in general of our health, especially because of what's been going on this last year, awareness of our mental state um, mm-hmm. is all just like so, so often talked about and emphasized, which is great. And again, it can all be linked and connected back to food. If you are healthy in that aspect, it's going to reflect in every way of your life. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm, I'm kind of slowly going that way, actually. So I think that so many people are, (laughs) and, (laughs) and even like, I don't, and you, and you might not even notice it. I mean, all of a sudden you could be like, Oh, I haven't had like, I don't know, a steak in in a couple of weeks or a month. And I feel great. And, um, you know, it's all about like, if you're going to eat meat and you're going to eat fish, amazing, just get it from a good, make sure you're getting it from a healthy place and a good manufacturer, not, you know. Again, yeah. it's a podcast a, for another day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not a steak eater, but I do love my salmon. That's I could yeah. give up chicken. I could give up steak. I could give up everything else, but I still really like my salmon well, and lobster. <laughs> look, <laughs> look, don't, don't get me, don't get me okay, wrong. Okay, okay, me wrong. I, have... <laughs> I better stop. She's going to, she's going to leave you guys. Okay. Let's talk about your recipes. Let's talk about your recipes. Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. Some favorite recipes. Um. Oh my goodness. What don't I love? Um, uh, so just a little feedback too, just to kind of circle back to what you're saying. I have only been vegan, not only, but um, since November, 2019. So oh, okay. before that, like you, I mm-hmm. was vegetarian. And before that I was pescatarian. So I've mm-hmm. been pescatarian forever, then made the move to um, no fish. Um, and then I went full vegan. Don't get me wrong. If I'm in Maine, and there's a main lobster shat roll right next to me. I might have to try it because <laughs> I lo- I'm a New England girl. I woke- I grew up in uh, Massachusetts. I love seafood, but no, otherwise I'm completely. I mean, now I don't. I don't even know if I could actually eat a salmon, which is crazy to me. So anyway, so for context, that's just all for context. My favorite recipes. I gosh, I love making bowls. <laughs> Foodables, mm. but they're my favorite, favorite thing. You're going to see them all over my website, um, roasting a whole bunch of vegetables, your favorite in season, very important. I always try to cook with in season food Yeah, and yeah, roasting vegetables, putting it on top of a grain. I recently just found that Trader Joe's has made a vegan tzatziki sauce, which is going to change my entire life. Cause it's probably one <laughs> thing that I have really been missing. <laughs> so putting a yummy sauce on there and pomegranate seeds. Oh, I I love that. I love to get really creative with foods, um, like um, like uh, Taco Tuesday, but make it vegan. So tempeh tacos or sweet potato tacos or Brussels sprouts in the air fryer. So you know, a lot of lot of fun things like that. Oh, avocado! Literally for anything. Sure, for anything sure. with avocado. That'll and be it's my so important <laughs> for us to have avocado. Yep. Yeah, it is such a good fat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So aside from all your fun recipes, you yourself, what are your fuel foods that you Mm. can recommend? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So this is 
this is funny because now that fitness has reopened here in the city and I've gotten back to this crazy schedule. Mm -hmm. I had to, in the beginning of COVID adjust completely my food because I was eating as if I were burning, you know, 2000 or more calories a day. And then that's was full stop. So I had to switch that worked Mm -hmm. really hard on switching that. Now we're back to it. And believe it or not, it is hard. And all my fitness friends are like, the food thing is really hard to make sure that you're eating enough when you're not used to eating in this way for the last however many months, you know? So for me, breakfast, super important. Um, Anything oatmeal, overnight oats, or just a regular bowl of oatmeal with all the yummy things like um, loading it up with with cinnamon and, um, you know, fruits and dates really, really, really good for you. Protein powder, um, just giving a lot of good, like kind of energy sources in there. So for breakfast, for me, um, oatmeal and overnight oats are big, big go-tos lunch. Like I said, bowls always. <laughs> and then <laughs> well, what do you um, put so in it? What's in that? I what's in, in that bowl? I, I cook with lentils and quinoa mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, cause those are really, you know, if you're looking at grains, there's not like a ton of nutritional value in all the different grains, but if you're going to pick one quinoa is good, it's got yeah. a little bit more protein fiber, um, lentils, very good for protein and fiber. Um, and then I'll put, I always, so I, I always preach this, eat the rainbow. So when you're right. making your bowl, find a green, find a red, find yes. a white. So I'm always have like uh, broccoli or Brussels sprouts, or maybe both, mostly both. <laughs> um, and then maybe asparagus or whatever green you're having in there. Um, and then I'll cook like a, a squash or a sweet potato and carrots with that. All that goes on a roasting pan herb it up however you want to basil, thyme, rosemary, and just roast that with some olive oil, salt and pepper. Um, and then I top with a protein. So this is obviously a huge thing for plant-based people. And if you first or, or ever decide to try it, even for just a week, it's, it's a little tough to get used to when you're not used to it. Um, so tofu, you can sauce it. And people are always scared of tofu because they say they don't like the texture, but there's a lot of ways you can cook tofu. And there's I a lot also... of different types of tofu, right? Yeah. Like extra exactly firm, firm. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> no, I love it. You're so in tune. Are you sure you're not plant-based? <laughs> oh, no, there's a lot of tofu. Um, if you, if you are um, a little bit nervous of tofu, like you said, extra firm. And even if you go into um, a Whole Foods or a Trader Joe's, those are just my go-tos. So that's why I keep referencing them. But they have, it looks like um like a vacuum sealed, super, super firm. There's firm, there's super firm. And then there's like this super, super firm tofu. The brick. <laughs> the brick. <laughs> and if you chop that up and just season it up and saute it, uh, it's delicious. And it doesn't have that squishy texture that people are always so nervous with on uh, uh for tofu if you have um an air fryer which everybody does now uh, i know really i gotta good. get one you uh, had yeah. me at brussels sprouts oh everything <laughs> in the air fryer oh everything in the air fryer okay um getting one and so so okay for so your protein for your bowls could be tofu tempeh which is technically yeah. also tofu but it yeah. has that like peanutty kind of texture it's really oh. yummy um you can also get creative with those and make tempeh bacon sandwiches so if you wanted mm. like a blt or something um delicious and um or if you just kind of load up some beans um another thing i do is i'll make instead of uh it's my chickpea tuna salad so mash up chickpeas and then just dress it exactly like you would a tuna or a chicken salad with vegan mayo and it's really really yummy 
um, or, uh, or like a vegan yogurt is, a, is really good with that too. Um, so have your roasted vegetables, eat the rainbow, make it really pretty, put those grains, uh, lentils or, uh, quinoa or brown rice or whichever you're, you know, partial to. Um, and then on top of that, I add a cold. So a hot is the roast, the grains is the base. And then a cold could be, um, I'm, I love pomegranate seeds. So I always sprinkle palm seeds on, on them, but it could be like beets. Um, it could just be shredded cold carrots, um, you know, anything. And then a yummy sauce on top, whether it's hummus or like I said, vegan tzatziki, which will be my whole diet from now on. And (laughs) I also, there's this uh, vegan garlic dip that I am, I am obsessed with, um, from Trader Joe's that I put on everything. So yeah, having a yummy sauce on the top and, and it's good and you can eat a lot of it and it's satiating and it's really, um, just, just yummy and fuel food. Uh, so those are usually, you know, that's like my kind of go-to lunch. Um, lots of snacks. I have to snack. I'm a big snacker and with my job, it's very important. So finding energy fueled snacks, I have this recipe on my website for, um, protein or energy bites. You know, it's usually like a combo. There's so many ways you can make them, but for example, you could do peanut butter, oatmeal, protein powder, chia seeds, flax seeds, throw in, you know, some coconut flakes, roll it all up, put it in your fridge. And there are these just tiny little bites that are so perfect for on the go. And they're really filling and they really do actually give you energy. And they're good Um, for giving to your kids as well. Yeah. And you could, there are, you know, sugary. Yeah. For kids, there's so, I mean, if you just go on online and do a search or on Pinterest and search for different protein bites, you can find ones that taste like cake batter or cookie dough and, you know, all these mm-hmm. kinds that are, are delicious. Um, like I said before, dates are a big snack for me. Um, they're super energizing. They're sweet. So if you have a sweet tooth, it's really good for that. Um, and they're very filling too. So like just three dates, it's, it will fill you up and give you a, a good, um, good energy boost. Uh, nuts. Almonds, cashews, everyone knows that. Just don't overdo it because you can. (laughs) It's hard. (laughs) Well, I think you kind of converted some people with all of that. (laughs) I know. I could talk about this stuff forever. (laughs) Let's go. Maybe we should do one just on that. Okay. So, so, you know, we've talked about your whole lifestyle and people are mostly, you know, because of COVID as well, they're ready to change their lifestyle, but they're so overwhelmed. It's like, do I, Mm -hmm. you know, I've got to change my exercise. I have to change my eating. I have to change, you know, my mental health. I have to meditate. And then they don't, they just stop and they just don't do it. So what advice do you have for people? Maybe like a top three things for people to Mm do, who just need to start. Sure. So first of all, I think, and I feel like anyone listening, and I bet you, you could hear this too, as you were saying it, don't do everything at once. Yeah. <laughs> don't set yourself up to fail. I mean, look, we're human. Um, we can't do it all in a day. We can't change our exercise, our diet and lose 10 pounds in one day. It's just not going to happen. Um, so I think creating a achievable plan is number one. Right. And within that, it's don't do it all at first, small steps, right? This is, it's, it's a journey. I think we've said this before, or maybe we talked about it before, uh, offline, but it's a wellness journey. It's not a sprint it's a marathon. This is a whole lifestyle change and it takes time and it takes care and it's frustrating. So my first, I think my top three is, um, 
yeah, create, create a plan, create a plan, write down your goals. Don't get discouraged would be number two. You know, you're in this for the long haul. Um, it's certainly, uh, we are just conditioned to see results straight away. Um, and it's not going to happen. And if you're a woman, it takes even longer, like I had said before. And, you know, that's just not fair, but it does. <laughs> um, and then, yeah. And then number three, I guess, um, I, I, I think, and I, this is probably not a surprise now, given my last five minute rant, but I think food is a really good place to start with. Start with mm-hmm. your diet. Mm-hmm. So those are the things, create a plan that has achievable goals, um, that aren't overwhelming. So small steps start with three exercises a week. You know, you don't have to go to the gym every day. This is not a thing. You know, I go to the gym every day because I, I work, this is my job, but, um, you know, I'm not working out every single day. Um, And if you are the type of person that feels like you really want to do a workout every day, then make two or three of those days, a stretch, a recovery Mm, day, a yoga day. Cause I have a lot of women and men, um, who will say, you know, I've got to get to the gym every day, but what should I do? Uh, and I'm like, well, don't do that. But if you feel like you really need to, and that's, what's going to help you, um, yeah, incorporate a a, a stretch class. People um, forget to stretch and it's so important to stretch. I even, I do. It's so important. Great. (laughs) (laughs) No, set yourself a year. You'll, you'll, you guys, anybody will be better than me, um, for sure. But <laughs> I'm not great at this. But I always encourage everybody to stretch. I tell, I, you know, I, I need to uh, practice what I preach a little more. But stretch. Um, so yeah. So creating an actionable plan. Um, don't get discouraged. Keep your head up. I know that's easier said than done. Um, but that's when you look to friends, peers, Burgundy Vox, <laughs> uh, whatever you need for a little, a little inspiration and something to keep your, your spirits up. DM me, whoever you are, you know, I'll give you a little, a little tip. Um, and just, you know, keep, keep, keep your head up and then, yeah, start with, um, start with your food. It's it's the hardest and the easiest yeah. thing I yeah, think, I think because so. it's easy in that you know if you're having a bag of chips every day for a snack okay we we know that that's the number one thing to to x out however it is really hard so finding <laughs> finding a substitute for that um you know it could just be crackers and hummus or something if you yeah. want a salty substitute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So on this podcast, we talk a lot about self-care. So what is your daily self-care routine? And I recommend you make throw in a little stretching. <laughs> mm, it will be stretching from now on for sure. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, okay. So what's your daily self-care routine? Okay. So my daily self-care, um, well, like I said before, I, uh, cooking is very therapeutic for me, but I, what's, uh, let's, let's not call that self-care. I think I, um, take, this might sound funny. I take a lot of time at night, um, washing my face and going and using products and face masking, you know, that's kind of my daily self-care. I'm a big, product junkie. I love using different creams. I love using different washes. I love trying different face masks. And this is definitely a self-care go-to for me. I feel so much better. Like face mask your whole life. That's, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. So besides family time, what has been one of the best things that has come out of COVID for you? Um, oh, okay. So, uh, refocusing, um, Mm-hmm. Priorita- prioritizing. I think I had mentioned this earlier, but 
I was going a million miles a minute teaching sometimes seven classes a day and then trying to squeeze in a little bit of time of um, Burgundy Fox or, you know, whatever other kind of administrative work I have to do. Um, so balance, balance is been a huge eye opener, um, balancing my passions and, you know, telling myself that it's okay to not I'm a very go, go, go person. Um, I think everybody always feels a little better when they have a schedule and a bunch of things on their plate, even if it stresses us out, we feel like that's better for us. Um, so understanding that that's not really the case, having a balance, it's okay if you're not doing a thousand things a day. And that's been a big, big eye opener for me. Yeah, no, I love that. That's actually really great advice as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know how to find you, my friend, but how can yeah. people reach out and find you? Um, so you have my website. Uh, it is meganmurray-cox.com. Um, I am on Instagram. Megan, how, spell, spell Megan because it's spelled different. Uh, oh, yes. M-E-G-H-A-N. Okay. So meganmurray-cox.com. That's, that's my website. Go there. Check it out. You can hit me up through there. I'm on Instagram at Megan M underscore Cox. Um, those are the two biggest things. Yeah. <laughs> And if you yeah. couldn't, if you couldn't find it, go on to my Instagram and look at my followers and she's there. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was so much fun. I'm I so glad it. that we touched base and thanks for being a guest. I might have to have you back on. We'll talk about vegan. <laughs> uh, yes, I would absolutely love that. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Well, thanks, Megan. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thanks so much. Okay. Bye, babe. If you like today's podcast and has left you wanting more, check us out at thenakedpointofview.com to hear how more of my inspiring guests are making an impact on body and mind positivity. If you're finding us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We'd love to hear from you. And speaking of which, if you want to reach out, we always want to know more about what you'd like to hear from us. So you can find us on social media at The Naked Point of View on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest. Or you can email us at thenakedpointofview at gmail.com. I'm Dee Dee Croslin, and thank you for listening to us. Bear it all.